Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. February 27th, 2021. How to get a man. Italian politics. Poison olives. A caution for the modern woman. And writing a book by copying someone else's book. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hi. Hello. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the second episode in a row where in the notes I've typed that it's the month of November. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I feel like you're having some kind of metaphysical out-of-body experience. I don't know. You're unhooked from time. You're just living in, you're living in the land time forgot, maybe. Uh, Well, I didn't forget it because in November, at least once every two to three days, I was out in the yard with our randomly arriving yard crew (laughs) that spent the eternity of time to finish clearing out the carnage from the... October ice storm. Now, that's interesting that you go to last November, because I'm thinking next, next November. Yeah, coming oh, November. Well, maybe it's that's weird. what's happening, and I'm pushing there because next November we will live somewhere tropical. Maybe we will. I don't see why not. I think the only reason we wouldn't is if you say no. Okay. Speaking of tropical. It is the 27th, by the way. Of February. Of, of February, November. Yep. Febember. Nice. No Rurari. I don't know. That's that not as good. That one's hard. I'll have to workshop it later. Yes. Four holidays today all stacking up on each other. It's a real mess. Okay. They or... got accidentally touching sensitive parts. It's a too many people in the phone booth. Are you trying to say it's like an orgy of holidays? I would never say the word orgy. All right. Well, I did. Yeah, you did. It is National Kahlua Day. All of these are national, by the way. Okay. Strawberry Day, Polar Bear Day, and Retro Day. That is a lot to jam pack into February 27th. It's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility for February 27th to bear. It I really feel like. is. Come on. It's it's almost the end of the month. Give them a break. You would think if you were going to do this and, and make them all crazy like that. Yeah. Well, save it for February 29th. Right? So that only every four years right. you get four every holidays. Every four years you stack them up, set them up, knock them down, however however all that goes. But won't someone think of the polar bears? Think of the polar bears. I'll think of them as I smoke a cigar from my ocean view back porch. Okay, that's fair. I thought you were going to say, as I pour Kahlua on some strawberries... And watch a documentary about polar bears while wearing a retro outfit. Old clothes. Wearing old clothes. What if I don't have old clothes? Can I just wear dirty clothes and be like, this is retro clean? It's like sort of technically retro. It's old from a few days ago. Yeah. I think that's workable. Okay. That's a lot. Well, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. And you share it with Elizabeth Taylor, woman 
widely known for her prolific acting career. At one time, I believe, was the highest paid woman in Hollywood. I believe that's right. She also, amongst many other accomplishments in her life, had a perfume that was wildly popular in the late 80s into 90s, White Diamonds. Evidence of that would be the fact that she was married nine times, twice to the same dude. Twice to the same dude. They could not escape the pheromone scent that she had created. You know what's happening. You're gonna you gotta know who it is. I gotta know. Oh man. Do a little song and dance while I look. Okay. Well I'll jump ahead. Okay. Because but you need to participate well, in this. Well I know I don't want to miss anything without good. reading my notes. So I, today is Kahlua Day. Yes it is. It's strawberry day. Okay it's wait polar bear wait, day. Wait, wait, while I'm giving this a side goog, where are you on Kahlua? That we we drink a lot yeah. of spirits and booze around here. I don't know if we've ever even had a bottle of Kahlua in our house. Oh, we have. Okay. We've used it in something. I think you bought it. Mm -hmm. Um, We used it in something, and I don't know. It may have been a cheesecake or something, and then I think you drank the rest supposedly in coffee, except that you didn't bother to pour it out of the bottle into the mug, and (laughs) how dare you? you just shotgunned it. That's, that's accurate. That's Shut up. incriminating. Yes. How dare you? Okay, Elizabeth Taylor was married twice to Richard Burton. Yes. The couple were married for 10 years. 10 years. That was a, that was a long time for yep. Miss Elizabeth Taylor. 10 years before divorcing in 1974. However, they reconciled and remarried in 1975. Their second marriage just lasted a year, and then they parted ways for good. Yeah, this, we blew it. They're like, Wait, let's try it again. No, no, no. Yeah, There's a reason kidding. why we divorced. You know. uh, fun fact, my parents have been divorced and married to each other. Nine twice. times. Nope. <laughs> twice. Twice married. They yes. got, once divorced. Once divorced. Twice married. Yeah, still married. Just yep. had the one divorce there for a little bit. Yeah. Got back together. <laughs> it was exciting. It was we something. En- we enjoyed it. No, nope. not. Did not. Okay. Do, uh, zero out of ten, do not recommend doing that. Yeah, to don't, don't do that. <laughs> Don't read my notes now because okay, this I'm is, looking right at you. This is important that you just live this story with me. Okay. Nineteen no. Sixteen ninety-three. Mm. Don't don't confuse the two. Sixteen ninety-three. Mm-hmm. It's like forever ago. Yes. John Dunton of London publishes the first issue of the Ladies Mercury. It's the first ever women's magazine. Oh yeah, okay. It was an offshoot. From another magazine. It only lasted for four issues. Mm. Um, and I, I searched desperately. I wanted to know why. There has to be something terrible that happened. I couldn't find that part. Yeah. But what I did find is that in this magazine was a question and answer column known as the, quote, problem page. Okay. Women were encouraged to write in that their questions might be mansplained to them. <laughs> Who is doing the yeah. answering of the problem yeah. page? I Undoubtedly, it was men. Here are a few of the most common, I, again, four editions. Who knows? Maybe this is why they stopped because it was the same. These like well, these are not nice questions, but these were the a handful of the common questions that came through. Okay. Number hear. one. Okay. How do I get a man who still has some of his teeth? Oh, you know. It's a valid question then, a valid question now. Well, and that, in fact, was the point made by one of the people's articles I'd found that included all these, is that they were common concerns mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I've kept all of my teeth, to my knowledge. Yeah. So, you lucky even, girl that you are. I don't, well, well, you can talk about this later. You do have all of your teeth, and they're nice teeth. There's too. one that's fake. One that's fake. That's another story. But for there's at day. least a fake one in there. Yes. Um, number two. How to get a man who has a job. Okay. I didn't realize in 1693 that was a evidently prolific concern. Evidently it was a problem, or at least it was in the UK. Hmm. Okay. Don't know. All right. Number three. And you may start to see a theme developing here. How to get a man who would bathe at least once a month. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of these are about how to get a man, Kyle. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's what I'm picking up on. Did you pick these out of a list? No, this okay. was literally every one that they offered from their list. All right, okay. Next, believe it or not, mm-hmm. how to get a man mm-hmm. who didn't have too many fleas or too much lice. <laughs> what the hell kind of men were running around back then? No cool. jobs, no teeth, 
they didn't bathe. They had the lice and the fleas. Now, when you look at the whole picture, yes, it, that's problematic. I was going to say, I do feel like in 1693, having some issues with the, um, uh, what are those called? Parasites, yeah. parasitic bug situation. Yeah. That's, it's a little understandable, but when you stack these all up together. Yeah, it creates a pretty heinous image of man. Yeah, now let's does. you know let's not get too excited here because I'm guessing women were not terribly better off. Probably had some of the same problems. Yeah, this last one, not only is it my favorite, it was the author who I'd found. It was their favorite, and they indicated that this, in fact, was the number one most common question. It's beautiful. How to get a rich old man that would die during the wedding nuptials. <gasps> oh, does that mean what I think it means? Well, what it means is you tried, you picked an older man on oh, purpose oh. hoping, but I have stubbornly clung on with all of my lice and fleas and infrequent bathing. But I did keep my teeth. To be fair, you're like 22 months older than me. Well, 22 years is a big deal to some people. 22 months. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> heresy. Right. Is that not amazing, though? Um, it is amazing. I'm sure there's a lot of bullshit to how the questions were curated and right. all of that. Like, maybe it was it was kind of a deal like, hey, ask us your questions about how to get a certain kind of man. Mm -hmm. Who knows how much it was led or what was retained. But I do find it quite humorous. It was the problem page, after all. It's true. These were some problems. Well, we're going to go way, way forward in time to 1964 when the Italian government... Is they declare, you know what, we're, we got some concerns that an earthquake or even just honestly a really vicious storm mm -hmm. could cause the Leaning Tower of Pisa, one of their by far top tourist attractions, to actually collapse. Yeah. Like it going to lean too far. Yeah. Stop the, stop the violence. Stop the leaning. I don't know. Stop the lean. They made this announcement and then issued an inquiry for help mm -hmm. solving the problem. What are we going to do? It's 1964. The Leaning Tower may just crumble. So that was 1964. Work to save the tower began in mm, 1999. Mm. They decided to party like it was 1999. I guess so, for 35 years. Yes. They were so worried, so concerned about the Leaning Tower. It took them 35 years to do anything. You cannot even blame the World Wars no. in which Italy was involved with both. Can't even blame those. Those were in the past Long by this gone. time. Yeah. So it's a little questionable. Some might even say irresponsible. Yes. It kind of shines a bad light on Italy's leadership. Or at least the Department of Antiquities or whatever, tourism, yes. whatever. Yeah. If we go to Italy someday, and I hope that we do, I don't even know if the Leaning Tower is like one of the main things I want to see. I'm going to push it over. I feel like you probably could. Number okay, one. yeah. Number two, though, I just, I feel like if you've seen a picture of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, you probably have experienced right? all you need to know about if it. You've lived in my a, mind, awesome today, fam. If, if you've you lived in a hundred-year-old home, you're used to shit rolling across the table and floor when you set it down, so that's no new phenomenon. we got a Leaning Tower of a garage out there. Oh, yeah, it's got a... Not just a crack, it has a fissure through the middle of the garage floor. I've seen small children disappear in it, never to be heard from again. Yeah, so if we go to Italy, and when we do, I'd like to say, that's not going to be on the priority list. Do a drive-by. Okay. Drive-by. Just say, hey, saw it. Well, yeah. Look, kids, it's a leading tower. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this was very purposefully included okay. today, and not just because... It's awesome to make fun of other countries' governments instead of just our own. <laughs> we were, we're an inclusive, oh, yeah. government-skeptical podcast. Yes. Um, I bring it up because it may or may not tie into this next little tidbit, which is older. So this was 64. Let's go back to 1920. Going to go back in time. Oh, I believe that the dogs have eaten human food again because I can smell the results right now. And it's quite unpleasant. It's a little warm it's in here. It's a little warm in here. It's very cloying. Mm -hmm. mm. Schmacky. Well, here in the U.S., 1920, the Kansas, which is a state for those of you on the perimeters that know nothing about flyover country, it's in the middle. It's right above Oklahoma. Right above us. We're also a state. We are. We're no longer just a 
frowned upon territory. <laughs> um, yes, the Kansas Federal Bureau of Food and Drug Inspection, the Kafabfda. If you wanted yeah, to, yeah, the FBFD something, yeah, I. FBFDI. That's a mouthful. They sent a panicked word. A panicked word. This is 1920. 1920. Look out for poisoned olives. And do you know who that message came to? I do know because I looked at the notes. Damn here. it. I'm, Damn no. I'm, Stop I'm, note looking. I can't help it. I'm, I'm concerned about poisoned olives. And this was, I was thinking. You should be. I was thinking about this being 1920. Did they telegraph this? How did they get a panicked word out? They threw some small uh, child labor kid on the back of a donkey and they spanked it and said, run, you jackass. Take the message to those jackasses. Don't forget this is when you could still send children through the mail. I'm pretty sure. That's, that's probably true, or at least by train-ish mail things. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how they sent the message, but they sent the message to Oklahoma. And the cities identified at highest risk were... El Reno, mm. Alva, Tulsa, Henrietta, McAllister, Bartlesville, Lawton, Cushing, and Muskogee. So from corner to corner. Yes, it covers the geography of the state. Mm. Now, doesn't Italy export olives? Mm. They mm. certainly do. Was this the case of yet another Italian blunder? Or did Italy decide to attack us by striking our nation right in the crotch, which is Oklahoma? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> right, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. A kick right to the U.S. crotch, right in yep. Oklahoma, home of the pig balls. <laughs> Wait, actually, that's further north. Okay, to be fair. Yes. The simple answer is no. Okay. Uh, before we delve fully into the explanation here, though, mm. do you recall in your youth? ever being warned by a mom, a grandma, a teacher at school to avoid canned food if the can has been dented. No, I don't. I don't remember an explicit warning. I do. I just feel like it's human nature to be like, oh, this one's dented. There must be something wrong with it. Yeah, well, uh, maybe it's a subconscious because you heard the, the angered, fearful mutterings of a pearl-clutching generation. I yeah. don't know. Well, back to our story. We'll come back to that. Back to our story, though. The full issue here of poison olives. This wasn't an isolated event okay. on February 27, 1920 in Oklahoma yeah. from Kansas. In okay. fact, it began in 1919. It lasted through 19, not all the way through 1920, but into it. It impacted many states throughout the country Um most notably, Ohio, Michigan, New York, and they didn't even bother to include Oklahoma as most notably, but I did, and I'm going to insist that also we notably Thank were you. impacted. Thank you for seeing us here in the crotch. I do my best, right here in the old crotch. Um, now, again, it was not those nefarious Italians who were to blame, but in fact, a cannery in California. <gasps> yeah. You don't say. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Italians had even made it to California. That's an unfair statement, unfounded and unresearched, but I'm sticking with it. Mm -hmm. Plainly, they were all up in the New England states running the mob, damn it. In New York City too. Yeah. 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 That what region. Is, what is New England? I don't know. Okay. Don't Wait, put me on the spot. Track. Never put me on the spot like it, that again. You're almost fired. Uh, ooh, um I'm like halfway fired. Yes, mostly. Mostly. I did work at a place, as a side note, I did work at a place where every single game day of the year, at least two, if not three coaches were fired during the game. One of the coaches, he, he was fired every week. The other, the other one to two could vary as to who was fired. They were never told later, hey, I was just kidding, or I was angry, or haha, gotcha. None of that. They just continued to show up to work and do their job, and they continued to get paid. So there's that for whatever that's worth. Um, early suspicion. When it goes through the like the the HR drama of you know the letting someone go. Head coach was and is today still mentally unstable. <laughs> is my is my position. I did spend quite intimate time around him. I saw him naked for crying out loud. Uh -huh. That's part of that job is getting to see other men naked. <laughs> just putting it out there. 
Um, that's what happens, locker rooms and such. What are you just putting out there? That's available. If anybody wants to go see men naked, take a job in coaching. Okay. Especially college football. Uh-huh. Yes. It's, Good. it's available. Let's get back to those points. It's available. You're oh. the one that wanted to push the path of seeing man parts. Jeez. Oh. You're, you're really taking us down a dark path here. I cannot believe there was this much to the poison olive story. Well, in fact, olives might be another name for naked man parts. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps that's what you were channeling. Is that what you wanted to hear? Hey, stop looking at my olives. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's try to get this train back on the well, tracks. the train, in fact, the conductor, who plainly is the boss, though the guy in the caboose would insist he's handling things, but the conductor of the train said early suspicions were that the olives were not fully ripe and that this had caused the series of botulism Okay, cases. we're talking about botulism yeah, here. Yeah, okay. that, that spanned this country. Now, this also proved untrue. Rather, it was improper or lax preparation of the olives mm. before canning that caused the mess. Okay. The national, I, who even knew this was a thing? The Nationals, National Canners Association. Everyone's got an association. In conjunction, not everybody, because California didn't. What they had was the California Canners League. Mm. They didn't want an association. Mm -hmm. All the abbreviations are like, I'm not an ass. They were, no, we're a league. Mm -hmm. Insistent. Yes. Angry about it. So yeah. that's what they were. Uh, of course, as they worked together, the first thing that they made damn sure to do was displace responsibility and downplay the media hype. Well, hey, even in 1920, they knew Even it was that. in 1920, they understand how governments work, even be they over small groups of people that stuff foods inside of cans. And media hype. Yes, and media hype. Okay. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. Um, secondarily, and thankfully, they moved past point one and got on to point two. They launched a, quote, major research and inspection initiative. Mm -hmm. Who knows what that meant in 1920, but they did it. Yeah. It ultimately did lay the groundwork for yet another group uh, um, or, or set of legislation or whatever, the American Food Safety System. Mm-hmm. Now... The findings impacted the entirety of the food canning business because, of course, far more than olives were canned, Absolutely, are canned, all yes. of that. For the processing of olives in particular, it was mandated that olives be held at 240 degrees Fahrenheit for at least 40 minutes prior to packing. Standards such as these were found for really anything that could be canned. Additionally, the canning process itself was improved to provide greater assurances that cans were sealed. After all, 240 degrees for 40 minutes to kill bacteria doesn't matter so much if the can isn't sealed. Aha, uh -huh. right. Yes. Now, the fears of consuming food from a dented can. This is a classic example of misunderstanding of, of trying to assign cause to correlation. Yes. A dented can did not and does not indicate that there is bacteria inside the can. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Now, for a time, certainly, you know, the dents, they, they never created, the dents don't create bacteria. They don't create problems. But for a time, the dented can was a sign, perhaps, that canning practices were less than stellar. They yeah. can't even get a can out of the factory without denting it. Okay. Um, perhaps the ceiling of it, right. all of that problems and stuff. Yes. Um, but interestingly, and I didn't know this, a poorly sealed can, you eat the, the food that's spoiled in there. You could, you're not going to eat the whole thing. You're going to eat a mouthful and be like, Bleh. Yes. That, that's not good. Right. So at, at most, you're going to have an upset tummy. Mm. Feel feel ill, maybe get a little, little fever and be a little queasy. Mm -hmm. But that's not, botulism doesn't live there. Okay. Neither does love. Love don't live here. That whole thing. It came from botulism. That's where it came about. Botulism don't live here. That's where that came from. Um, in the case of botulism, botulism is anaerobic, which means it needs a lack of oxygen. So purely the problems that came from this, it was from not preparing them properly before they went into the can 
sealed, it needed to be sealed airtight for the botulism to really take off and have its nasty impact. Mm -hmm. So you have that. Now we can rest easy either just knowing that food from dented cans uh, isn't going to hurt us or minimally from fully remitting our own guilt because whenever we take canned food to the canned food drive, we always take the dented cans, right? And the old they're on sale. We're not going to eat it, but we'll give it to the poor people. Poor people. They can the eat course. it. Be grateful for what you got. Yeah. Real, yeah, good, yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Here's really bringing it home for you. All of these misunderstandings Bring about canned home. foods. Yes. They've contributed to an, an event in oh my, my own life where I was both reprimanded and punished unjustly. Now I see unjustly. I had a feeling you had a story of brewing about this. Of course I do. Okay. I've lived a lot of life. Yeah. I'm in my 80s now. <laughs> no, that can't be right. If you're 22 years older than me, you're just in your mid-60s. Well, maybe you're lying to the people about your own age. I don't know. <laughs> How dare you. How dare you, ma'am. So I was a kid. Every every kid, at least of my old age, remembers canned food drives at school. Competition between homeroom, classrooms, all that, right? Yes, or sometimes they would do like the Red River Battle. You bring oh, yeah. cans if you're on Team OU or Team Oklahoma State. No, that's not the Red River Battle. I'm sorry. What is that? That's OU, OU, OU Texas. Texas. Yeah. That, they wouldn't so do that. It What's a, it called? The Bedlam. Bedlam. Bedlam Battle. Yeah. Yes, that, and so and we did those two. OU versus OSU. Anyway, or yeah. girls versus boys. Sometimes we would do. Oh, that. Oh, we never did that. We never did that. We were not that insensitive. <laughs> you're so highly evolved. Okay, so you're I've doing some canned been, food drives. I'm basically, I evolved so far. I restarted the cycle, and I'm back to ape again. <laughs> You didn't even know that was possible. That's how advanced I am. Okay. Okay. So, young kid, we're having these things go on. Well, when I was a kid, we watched Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah. What'd he eat that can, made him strong? Canned spinach. Canned spinach. Not, not screw fresh spinach. Canned spinach. Mm -hmm. And his activity to eat it was to squeeze the can. Oh, yeah. Right? That's squeeze right. the can, pop it open. He'd either eat it in his mouth or suck it through his pipe, which that's an endeavor in and of itself. <laughs> I can't even imagine the, the true impressiveness of that man. He is virile. Well, we have a canned food drive, and I'm feeling a little Popeye. <laughs> I get caught reaching into the bin, squeezing cans and putting dents in them. You were that strong. You could it's not that It's not that hard childish to bare hands. dent a tin can. But yes, I've always been Freakish of, of adequate strength, okay? I've, uh, yeah. You were just reaching in there. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it wouldn't popping them open. No. But it was, it was denting, denting them. them. Yeah. And was hey, this... next time you go to the grocery store. No, don't do this. Do this. No, nope, do don't this. Do it. Don't Get do in it. the canned food aisle and act like you're looking hard for something. You check left and right and you make sure nobody's looking. And when they're not, you reach up and squeeze one. You can do it. It doesn't take extreme strength, but you need to feel it. You need to you need to experience it. Were you doing this just as spinach or just any can that you could? Oh, it was any can. Yeah. I wasn't concerned about labels. I was. Yeah. I just wanted to. I wanted to uh, exert my masculine toxicity onto those cans. <laughs> I got caught. I got in trouble. <laughs> it was not fair. It was not fair. Oh my god! They're in their grand gripe. You know. Because that's the thing. When you get in trouble, they they make you suffer both getting griped out and the punishment. Mm. Which is unfair. You should you should be restricted to one or the other. You can either gripe at me or punish me, but you can't do both. Would you rather have a gripe out or um, licks? Oh, licks. It's over and done. It's over and done. It stings for like, what, 30 seconds? Maybe. Yeah. And then you're on with your life. Yeah. A gripe out could be... 10 minutes, oh. 15 minutes, Have you ever minutes? met my mom? It could be like a week. I did not say that. Let the record show. I did not say that. I, I'm just, I'm telling the truth. I try to tell the truth. Can I ask you one more question? Please do. First of all, I, did, I never had heard this story ever. <clears throat> I always love when... I've pushed it down. It was a painful moment in my... I could have been Popeye, damn it. You and I have been together for 25 years. I had never heard that story. It delights me when those stories come to the surface and yeah. awesome today. But this is a much less important question, but uh, favorite food that comes from a 
From a can. What are some of your favorites? That comes from a can. Yeah. I'll tell you some of mine. You know what? I, I, I think I'd have to go right now with canned sweet corn. Oh. And not because I don't like it fresh. Yeah. It's because it's a limited time of year when you can get it fresh. Yeah. But canned sweet corn is still pretty accurate to the natural thing. Okay. Wow. I am surprised by that. I have three. Of course I, you do. I picked one for each Sardines? Category. Sardines is my favorite. It's Is it a can? Is it a tin? I don't know. It's still made out of tin. That's my favorite. And I, now, you want a real test? Yeah. Go try to squeeze and dent a sardine tin. I don't know that you can. Oh, this is fascinating to me. Uh, canned protein, I'm going to go sardines. Okay. A canned vegetable, green beans. You know why? Mm, because you, you those, have a weird sense of self-punishment? No, because I've learned this from your mother, and it's one of my favorite things I've learned from her. You drain off those green beans, drain them completely dry, heat up your skillet with butter, stick, okay, more, okay. dump them in, cook them in that butter, salt and pepper them, and you are good to go. Don't eat them straight out of the can like a freaking No, animal. you're not an animal. It's no. not an apocalypse. No, not yet, anyway. <laughs> uh, my third one is a not real, it's like a factory food, not a real product, not a real food, but okay. it is a food product. And that's canned nacho cheese. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We just had that, we too. I should have remembered. We just had it. Just talking about the Awesome Today group. It's completely chemicals. It's There's, all chemicals, and it's so good. It's technically not even a food product. <laughs> technically. Technically not fit for human consumption. If, right, if they held canned cheese to the same standards they do dog food, they were like, no, no dogs can't eat this. They, it, I don't know who would be allowed. It would just be like, you buy these for target practice. That's it. Dogs can't eat this, but if you dip corn chips and tortilla chips in them, they are delicious. It somehow magically removes the death-causing poisons. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to hear Awesome Today fam weigh in on their favorite yes, canned foods. bring which, it on. Thankfully, because of the great uh, poisoning, all the poisoning of the 1920s, now we can eat canned food in relative safety realizing like that's what? right that's right even if they're dented even if they're dented even if they're dented in fact if you want to run a test dent a few cans send them to us i'll eat them i don't care eat them on camera yeah <laughs> do a little yeah mm. these are delicious canned beans <laughs> but if i die of botulism you got to support meg please do okay what's next all right I took this one because I feel like only I can make it as assy as it is. Speaking of toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, or is it? We'll see. We'll see. 1937. Yep. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So beginning in the 1920s, there was a new type of modern woman that began to emerge. Mm -hmm. These women known because everybody needs to be known for something, right? Yeah. Just like the Corinthians are known for their leather. The Corinthians are known for their leather. Yes. These women were known for spending an ever-increasing amount of time with their hair and makeup, especially in comparison to times, recent times past. Now, I'm going to quibble with this really quickly. This isn't even the point of the story. Okay. But... I have seen some of the extremely, I've seen pictures and in, in mm -hmm. old tiny photographs of Yeah, the, well, you just tried to look up and prove a point and you saw a picture <laughs> of my great or great great or great 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 grandma who plainly did not spend any <laughs> damn time no. on anything besides hoping that she would die. <laughs> no, that's true. That was not a good example. Um, we, we are looking to our right, stage left. Yes. Um, it's, I'll put a picture up. It's rough. Um, but 
listen, if you look at women in the like sort of civil war reconstruction era, their hair was intricately braided. There were updos all the time, ringlets, all kinds of fancy things happening. Well, but I have a question on that. Yeah. Were you viewing their hair or were you viewing their wig? Because this was the epic era of wigs. I never thought about that. I, I don't know. I'm no. not saying that's what you saw. I'm asking because I don't know. I feel mind boggled. I don't know. It's my suspicion that it was wigs. Men, of course, with the powdered wigs. You know who's going to know the answer to this? Well, Shell. Shell! Awesome, Shell. Where in the hell are you? Shell, why I don't... I feel like we, we should need a start... Lifeline. We should start probably doing a... a what's the, the internet call that you do when you record? Zoom? Do a Zoom. No, you don't use Zoom well, to record. I use, well, we see each other Skype. Skype. Yeah. Well, whatever. We should do some kind of call where Shell's in the background and... Everything we don't know. Yeah, everything we don't know. She's sending us messages to save us from ourselves. <laughs> that quite honestly, she probably doesn't even have to look up. She just knows them. She just knows them. Okay, anyway. All of that to say, I don't think that the 1920s, 1930s woman was spending more time than those women. But, but now that you make the point about the wigs, okay, I maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm Well, it was about. at least noticeable yeah. to one Pastor Willis. Okay. And this is important. Before you begin to start blaming the patriarchy for this development, you need to hear the words of Pastor Willis, who spoke out today, uh -huh. voicing his grand concern. Okay. He warned. This was on this day in history. Yes, he warned with the best of, of intentions. He said, the 20th century woman spends more time at the card table than she does at the kitchen stove. Hell yes. This type of woman may not know well how to flip a flapjack without grease spattering all over the house. I do not either, sir. Women want to leave the word obey out of the marriage ceremony. Okay, now. Yes, these giddy-headed, shallow-brained 20th century flappers mm -hmm. go around wanting God's plan for the household change. I did not know flapjacks were in the Bible, but here we go. Damn it, man, they're everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me, my girl. I am not your girl, but keep going. If you do not want to obey that man, then stay single. Okay. And get a job I bossing will. a section gang, <laughs> which was a crew of railroad workers responsible for maintaining a section of track. See the country. See the world. Work for the you, railroad. you will never make the right kind of wife or mother. Why, you gotta be hurtful. He's not. <laughs> he's helping you and he's thinking of the children. Think of the children. Yep. <sighs> you've, you've wrestled the dogs out of their sleep. They're concerned. They're, maybe they'll stop passing gas. <laughs> Pastor Willis then completed his prophetic message mm. with a broader concern. He reached further yes. than just the immediate group. And he said, more people these days know more about the suggestive jazz songs of today than the words of the Psalms of King David. Well, the jazz songs of the 20s and 30s were much more snappy. They were, they were what we like to call now, we would like to say, that slaps. Okay? That sounds filthy. It's how you talk about music. It's a bop. It's not how I talk about music. I, I defy you to find one of the Psalms of King David that could be considered a bop. I, I defy you to find one that slaps. <laughs> now, to bring this home. Yeah. Plainly. Mm -hmm. Plainly. Yes. The mm. patriarchy was desperately trying to... To help. Trying to help the ladies. It was the matriarchy who insisted on the trappings of having to do hair and makeup. The day of flapjack flipping was a simpler time. Yep. Just look at what you've done to yourselves. <laughs> the oppression you've placed on you. I know it. Oh, my gosh. Lay down that makeup brush of bondage. Mm -hmm. Get a skillet and a good spatula before it's too late. I, only if I have a man pick out a skillet for me and a spatula. I don't know how to do it myself. And by golly, someone will. I only have a lady brain to work uh, with. Apparently, 
Apparently, what was his exact phrasing? Uh, As I scroll back up through the notes, the giddy-headed, shallow-brained... Yeah. 20th century <gasps> flappers. Let's put that on a t-shirt. 20th century flappers? Well, 20th giddy-headed, shallow-brained 20th century flappers. Okay. <laughs> That's a, it's a lot to fit on a shirt. Now, you and I had a brief discussion off camera. We did, but we're going to bring it back. I asserted, and I stand by it to this day, I do my makeup almost every day because I like to. There's no one outside of our family that sees me very much, right? That's true. These days in the pandemic. But I enjoy it. It is fun to me. Here's what I to offer. To do the makeups. Here's what I offer. In my experience yes. of being adjacent to, next to, in proximity of you, yeah. yes. it's not uncommon for you to bitch about those processes. In what way? To say I don't want to it's do agitating, it's, it's aggravating, it didn't go how I wanted it to, whatever the case may be. The only time... I don't have the product that I wanted. Mm -hmm. That's kind of true, because there's always a mm. bigger, better product. And by there. kind of, you mean... Full bowing to the correctness of the presentation. Now, listen. Do you have a hobby you enjoy? We're not done with this. We'll get we'll get to criticizing me in a moment. Right now, <laughs> we're criticizing you. For some women, and not all, there are plenty of women who do find the makeup brush to be bondage, and they have yeah. liberated or want to liberate from the makeup. They brush. should. I will help find spatulas for flapjack flipping. But for some, it is a hobby for myself. I have, for, by the way, yeah. a full multi-point checklist provided by Pastor Willis on how to find a good flapjack flipping spatula. Okay. I don't. Um, our dear friend Shell, who we just mentioned, mm -hmm. is one of those makeup enthusiasts who enjoys yeah. it for fun. So is your second daughter. Well, technically so is your bo both of your daughters. Yeah. Especially your second. She enjoys the fun looks. Mm -hmm. Daisy does like a basic face. Mm -hmm. You just called your daughter basic. I didn't mean it in a bad way. I'm going to push past that. A foundational face that's just like, I don't know how to say it. A natural face with it's like your skin really it's better. Like, I'm going to work a hell of a effort here to look like I didn't do anything. Yes, that kind. Yeah. But AJ likes a look that's like, whoo, right? got a lot going on. I just, I just want to drop in here. Yeah. Just this, it's not a mic drop. It's just like, oh, by the way, here's this. What, uh, in your own words, who's been the person in your life that has said, Meg, without makeup, yeah, you may be the most beautiful person I've ever seen? Well, it's very kind of you. Was, and it, it's was, you. It, was it Pastor Willis? Nope, not no, Pastor it, Willis. It was me? Yes. Okay. It's you. You do enjoy a natural face, particularly you, on your wife. You have, this will sound shallow, and I have no shits to give over that. <laughs> I can recall conversations from my youth yeah. with, in fact, the person who is the godfather of our four oldest children uh -huh. saying, whoever you marry, you want to make sure they look good when they first wake up mm -hmm. because that's, that's who you're going to see a lot. Well, I woke up like this. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> that I went out trying to wake up next to a bunch of gals to see what they looked like. But I did notice very quickly off the bat with you, though it wasn't a focus, it wasn't a drive into who I chose to marry. I did notice very quickly yeah. in my dating of you that you were beautiful with no effort. Well, that's very kind of you. And because of life and circumstances, I went with you to your parents' home on the weekends a lot. So you did get to, you got a little preview, mm -hmm. little preview package before we got married. But I feel like we were practically engaged by the time that happened, because in fact, we both knew from our first, first phone conversation with each other, not even face to face, that we were going to marry. We, we shall be married you, at some point. You saw an older man that might pass away during nuptials, and you were like, well, how, how do I hook him in? I'm on board. He's got his teeth. I don't see them. The lice, the louse, whatever, the plurality of it. And, in fact, if he has lice, I know that lice hate the powdered sugar <laughs> from Super Troopers. We That's know good. this. It's a good Super Troopers reference. Uh, singular is louse, plural is lice. Just okay. Like well, thankfully, not only did I not have lice, I did not have a single louse. Yes, it's true. Ultimately, thankfully, uh, you can have a, you have a choice now. You and have a choice. Be giddy-headed. Mm -hmm. Or flip flapjacks. 
<laughs> I don't even like flapjacks. Are, are just for the record. Are flapjacks pancakes? Technically pancakes. Yes. What we would call pancakes. Yes. All right. Well, if you like to be snarky about things, then join me for a ride. I've included a lot of that today. You're in a snarky mood when you put these notes together. It's it's more of an instance of what's available. I I match the heart and tempo of what's there. February 27th is not only a day of holidays, it's a day of snark. Yeah. So if you're truly Same with November 27th. And November 27th. If you're celebrating properly, you're going to be snarky today. In 2006, the author of The Da Vinci Code, say it with me now, Dan, Dan Brown. Brown. Is it you have to sing it. Oh, I didn't know. Well, plainly, you're not a fan. Is He's accused of plagiarism. Which is, honestly, that's just a side note. One of the harder words to spell naturally. <laughs> yeah, it is. I went way. through a lot of efforts. It is a tricky one. Now, while the courts sided with Brown, ultimately, that wasn't even the end of it. No, no. Appeals were made, but not successful. The next year, 2007, new charges came from a different author, again, accusing him of plagiarism. Different author, different book. Now, this failed here again in the U.S., but this case later... Ten years later. Ten years later, 2017, filed, this time in the United Kingdom, claiming that the Da Vinci Code was a lazy theft of his book, the Vatican boys, stylistically, he spelled boys, B-O-Y, dollar sign. Yes. You thought I was going to say Z, but I didn't say Z. It's no. dollar sign. No, because that, in fact, is part of his message. Yes. Everyone knows the Vatican boys are all about that All cash about money. cash dollars. Uh, we are saying that snarkily as yeah. devout and practicing yes, Catholics. Yes, because we recognize it's a complete, in fact, utter load of horseshit. Well, the accuser here in this case pointed to over 100 similarities or That's commonalities. That's not a small number. No. That's not a small number. One hundred, yeah. Over 100. Over 100 similarities, commonalities in the two books. He included in his examples that are instances where he even recognized, hey, when I was writing this, I actually made a mistake. I made a factual error. And then you, Dan Brown also made the same factual error in your book. I feel like, as he's made statements, that he's said, damn Brown. <laughs> he said it fast, so Dan didn't pick up on it fully. Other yeah. people were like, what? He just said damn. Why are you reacting that way? Yeah. Yeah. But he, it, was, it, was, it was maybe, in fact, the origination of damn no was damn Brown. Damn Brown. Damn Brown. Well... Could the same errors have actually been made by two independent researchers? Well, the, the the plaintiff, I don't know what they call it in the UK, but the person bringing the suit said, surely not. Now, you were able to find details of this case. You were unable to find detail, right. details of the 2017 case. In terms of where it's gone. Yeah. I saw all a lot of the original hubbub yeah. and conversation about it, and then nothing. Interesting. Blame MK Ultra okay. um, or Opus Day. Oh no, that's a whole different conspiracy well, theory. We don't have time for today. Part of what comes into these books, right? Yes. Now, in the mid twenty twenty, midpoint, yeah, mid twenty twenty. I think it was July. <laughs> yeah. So just past the midpoint. Yeah. Some new news came to light in Dan Brown's recent separation and divorce from his wife. She I can't remember her name. It was something that the former Mrs. Brown was it Blythe or something like that. It was a different name. Yeah. I'd never heard the name before. Okay. Well, she, the former Mrs. Brown, accused him, Dan Brown. <laughs> Dan Brown. Of hiding assets. Now, Dan himself, let's just call him Dan since we're on a first yeah. name basis. Yeah. At his own admittance, his wife was both the primary researcher and Played a... <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Don't point out my spelling okay. mistakes. And played a significant part in plot development of many of his books. I didn't even know Dan Brown wrote many books. Oh, yes. I know oh, there was yes. the Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. There was. There's two more, maybe even a third, that are all continuing the same thing, uh, theme of the... Uh, yes, all of it anti-Catholicism. What's the what's the hero's? I can't remember the the hero's name, but rather than hero, what's the literary term? Protagonist. Yes, thank you. The protagonist. Yes, 
I can't remember it either. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, well, here's the thing. Who knows what might unfold there? Was there actually plagiarism? If so, was it the former Mrs. Brown who committed it and damn didn't know it? Right. Are they complicit together? Is it all just a scam to boost sales, lagging sales of Dan Brown's right. old books? Yeah. What have you done for it? us today, damn? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much if we're being honest. I do want to point out, uh, he apparently carried on more than one extramarital affairs, but one specifically that involved, I guess when you get rich, you start buying a bunch of random shit that doesn't make any sense. Makes sense. And to he me. purchased definitively horses, but nowhere near where he was. And I think maybe an entire stable and all of that. And one of the more prominent affairs that he held was with the woman who took care of his horses or something. Also a hairdresser, which I didn't know men had hairdressers. I thought they were called barbers, but I digress. Mm, the stable maid and the barber. Yeah. That's the title of his new book, so. Possibly, possibly, or possibly not. Well, there's the story of Dan Brown for you. Yeah, it was a lot. There I, were things, it was hard to find conclusions. I will never not say Dan Brown now. I think it's You can, for those, you can say You can say Dan Brown and people are like, what they... Right. Did you mean Dan Brown? Did I said you, Dan Brown. I said Dan Brown. Oh, okay. I'm the weird one. I don't know. <laughs> well, what's the time for, my love? Well, here's the thing. We are recording the Saturday episode, as you listen to it, on a Thursday. We are. And that makes it Dan Brown impossible <laughs> to find... In the moment, the trending things. So we don't have any trending things. Mm -hmm. So we are going to transition directly to Whirl. Watch, read, listen, life, style. I don't have a watch. I went to bed early last night. Best decision of my life. I didn't I go to bed early. I great when I woke up this morning. But I didn't lay in bed awake very long. Okay. I chose to smoke a cigar. You yeah. came out for a few minutes of it. Like for about five you minutes. You stole the best ten drags off the cigar and then we're like... I'm out. You might dropped it and you left. It was cold. It wasn't, but in any event. I was dressed in a Skipping watch, we go to read. Okay, well, so some of you, maybe more than some, have heard of Dr. John McWhorter. He is an Ivy League professor, a linguist, an author. Excuse me. I find you myself to be belching like an ape. like an ape. I'm so sorry. It's the LaCroix. It's the Limoncello LaCroix. Oh my gosh, I almost said Rakoi. That's what the twins call Lacroix. Rakoi, and yes. now I can't say it correctly. Yes. Thank you, twins, for your brain damage. Speaking of being able to speak correctly, Dr. McWhorter is a linguist, and that's where I first heard of him. I do have this dusty old degree in English that you I do. hardly use anymore. It's not dusty, and you use it quite often. Stop well, crapping on yourself. Okay. Well, Dr. McWhorter uh, recently... That's my job. <laughs> yeah, the old... Toxic masculinity. Bastard. He recently published the third installment out of 10 planned installments of a book. This is so fascinating to me. He's writing a new book. He's releasing it via Substack, which many, many authors are moving to for newsletters, also to preview their work in this way. I think it's a brilliant platform. You can be paid for your work. Yes, as and you go. far more fairly than should you publish through yes. whatever. The, I think, honestly, I think the publishing industry is far more heinous yeah. than the music industry. No, it absolutely is. Yeah. And that's saying something, because yeah. the music industry is not so great. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. Well, that's okay. The title of his most recent book that, again, he's releasing in installments via Substack is The Elect Neo-Racists. That's a new word for me. Mm -hmm. Neo-Racists posing as anti-racist and their threat to a progressive America. Well, you can imagine that my ears perked up at this, and I think yours did as well. Yeah, I was very curious. Yes. So rather than try to, like, encapsulate of what we've read so far, because you and I both spent some time reading today. I mm -hmm. haven't even read the third installment. I think maybe you have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> One reviewer said, if you're a conservative, it should be noted that you are not the intended audience for this book. Though conservatives may wholeheartedly agree with every claim that he makes, McCorder is explicitly appealing to liberals 
who shares some concerns with conservatives but cannot fathom making common cause with them. I that's, relate to that's that statement. Fair. That's fair. Now, these that's the end of the review. These first three insult, installments are being celebrated as an excellent critique of progressive bigotry, which are not two words that you often right. see smashed together. Right. And are a champion for those who value rationality, truth, and liberal values. So, Dr. Which is also an interesting combination. Yes, exactly. Um, I do identify as an NPR listening liberal for sure. Mm -hmm. Which is what he himself yes. admits that he is yeah. proudly part of. Now, if you're not familiar with Dr. Recorder, he is a black American. And so... He has a very specific lens mm -hmm. on race and race relations and, and as an academician also has a very, well, academic view academic on uh, how we reason together. Come let us reason together. Come let us think right. together as a culture. He's also, if I may, he's a human being. Sure. He is a professional yeah. who has expertise. He is a dad. Yeah. Of, I think, two daughters, two if daughters, I read correctly. That's right. uh -huh. He is just another person, mm -hmm. but has some expertise. So I think he's certainly a valid thing to listen to. Thing yes. being person. I didn't mean that to no, be no. as weird as it sounded. Yeah, his perspective is, is yeah. very um, well-rounded. And if you find yourself in the public square, as you and I do, and particularly I, then there's definitely been a sort of electricity around the idea of being called out and then subsequently canceled. Yes. That has you come say, like, I don't know. I think I have been canceled 1.5 times, <laughs> if, if I'm generous in how I count it. You've not yet been Twitter canceled, and neither of us have. Because I'm not on Twitter. Yes. If I were, holy Moly. <laughs> Holy pig balls. Holy pig balls. <laughs> anyway, in the chapters we've read so far, he addresses this and he makes some really interesting, how can I say this, parallels, mm -hmm. comparisons, metaphor, I don't know exactly what the word is, between our discussions around race and race relations in America current and religion and yeah. how the practicing of the way we talk about race is has been and is turning into a sort of religious fervor yeah it's all very fascinating um are you going to link to it or should we link to it is, no. it, is it publicly available if you'll yeah okay yeah, yeah, it's publicly available. i wasn't sure if you had to subs some sub stacks you have to subscribe well to be able and to read so, them fully yes ish okay if you subscribe through just, hey, here is my email address, but I'm not giving you a damn dime. Okay. I believe you can read everything. Okay. You just can't comment and oh, participate. Okay. okay, 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 yes. So if you search um, Dr. John McWhorter and Substack, you would probably be yeah. able to Google it and yeah. find it. Okay. Or if you want to try to recreate uh, the title, The Elect colon, neo-racists posing as anti-racists and their threat to a progressive America. Probably any one or two words out of that along with his name will get you there. Right, 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 right. Okay, so there's that. So that's what you and I both have been reading yeah, recently. Very yeah, Good and thought-provoking stuff. They're definitely, as, as someone who is a Christian, participates in Christianity, there were some things... That were mildly offensive, but I chose to move past my disagreement with his perspective there and just comprehend that his perspective is absolutely real to him and the comparisons that he would make in terms of religion as it applies to this topic. Well, he's he's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Just because I believe differently than what he says doesn't yes. mean that, in fact, the experience of maybe far more than him is exactly Mm -hmm. what he's saying in terms of his interactions with religion and yeah yeah it's it's really a good think piece it is absolutely and i look forward to it is it going to eventually be like a published book or is it just going to I don't know. live in this format i don't there know my suspicion is maybe it just lives here and every i don't know how frequently he releases segments yeah. uh the article i was reading to that turned me on to this was pretty new and they were only aware of two okay of the of the sections being released and then there were three available today as i looked at it okay so, i don't know it, it may be fast i don't know yeah so that's a reading thing 
We've been to two. Well, for listening, you got earwormed today, and then you earwormed me with it. Yes, the very classic 90s anthem from Ace of Base. I saw the sign, particularly that opening line, I got a new life. You would hardly recognize me. I'm so glad. Well, that's a big TikTok fave. And I've been watching a few TikToks. It got stuck in my brain. I sing it for you. I found myself whistling, which is agitating because I find whistling agitating. And I was doing it. Ace of Face is one of the most earwormy bands to ever ear, yeah. to ever worm into your ear. It's a good song. Go listen to it. Yes. Also, hey, you could go listen to the brand new episode of Sort of Awesome. It's my friend Julie and I, and we're talking about, this is a new series that Julie and I are going to do called We Are Obsessed, Things That We're Obsessing Over. It okay. is packed, I mean packed, with things. Now, that was sort of awesome for years. Going back to 2015, we've done what we call our list of 10, mm-hmm. where we have 10 recommendations for this, that, whatever. This is so much more than 10. Oh, man. It's mind-boggling. And so we packed the show notes filled with recommendations. It's a great listen, and it's filled with all kinds of lifestyle recommendations. Wow, I feel cheated that you saved your best for your show. <laughs> so this is your show. You finally have been No, this is our show. <laughs> our show, me being part of the hour as your... I'm your flapjack flipper. Oh. You kind of are, actually. I am pretty much am. <laughs> pretty much am. What else is that? Lifestyle. I mean, we've had a lot of really good conversation in the Awesome Today Facebook group. If you're not a member. Why not? I don't know why in the hell you wouldn't be. It's a fun group. It's so fun. It's so small right now. We're hanging out. We're talking. We're chit-chatting about things on the show yeah. and other things. Yeah. Just come join it's, us. It's been good. There's been so much going on there. Just search Awesome Today on Facebook. Facebook will lead you to it. Come over and join us. A lot of people popping up with their their experiences with dry counties. I thought yeah. it was just here in Oklahoma, but no. Right. No, evidently it's a pain that many people suffer. Yes. All right. What else is going on? Um, cigars. They're back. It was too cold to smoke for a while. We've managed to have a little cigar here and there over the last few nights, and my full intention is to do so again this evening. Golly, I'll tell you what. Earlier this week, it was so sunny and warm here in Oklahoma that even when the sun went down, it was so pleasant, we both barely even it had to put on a stayed, jacket. Right, it stayed in the 60s. And when you're used to Lovely. single digits, 60 feels like, is this a heat wave? Right. We loved it, and it made the the enjoyment of the cigars like 100% more enjoyable. Yes, they didn't struggle to stay lit. Mm-hmm. The cold is problematic. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Yes. Um, so, we kind of danced around it earlier. Do you want to go any further into makeup and our brawl over it? I feel it, like we, we covered it pretty well in our earlier okay. part of this segment. Are you? So. Have you planned your concession speech? Uh, no, I maintain that if you like to wear makeup, ladies, wear the makeup, but do not feel yourself to be oppressed by the makeup Listen. brush. Find liberation if that's what you're looking for. You are, you have grossly misread the message, messaging of Pastor Willis <laughs> and <laughs> of myself. Been. Yes. Okay. We're just trying to tell you, you're beautiful, never more so than when you're flipping flapjacks, but you're beautiful. You don't need the makeup. Hey, if you want to wear the makeup... For the makeup, but don't don't wreck your flapjack flipping wrist and all that <laughs> with a makeup brush. We aren't the patriarchy. You're just waiting for your flapjacks at the table. We just want the damn flapjacks already. I would, Stop splattering grease everywhere. I would honestly probably be a lot more riled up, except for the fact that you do most of the cooking around I do, here, I so. do. And I would hope desperately that you'd recognize if I, I actually agreed with any of this, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not so ignorant that I would admit it. <laughs> I bring all of this up in jest because it's... It's preposterous. I will I will note that even in his day, yes. as he was raging, though we can absolutely look back. In, in true reality, we can look back even in, uh, probably even today, but definitely in recent decades, and we can see oppressive, ugly things going on. Oh, sure, sure, Not sure. by everyone, but definitely yeah. in areas for sure that 
even in his day, Pastor Willis was considered to be a traditionalist beyond what they were comfortable with. And if I may, if I may, I don't like to blame this on the matriarchy. I love to because it's, it's fun. I think it's you're hard pressed to <laughs> make a case for the matriarchy in. No, I've already I've already culture. proven it. Um, if I may, women do tend to be a lot more harsh and critical of other women's appearances, makeup being one, but the recent dust up between Gen Z and the millennials, between, do you have a side part and tight pants wearing? Yeah. Woo. You know, that's women hating on women on both ends. Because then there was the millennial, listen, millennials, you do what you want to do. We're Gen X. We're over here. We're like. We're tired. Yeah. We've been through a lot of. We're going lot to the stuff. liquor store. We're going to go to the liquor store. Y'all fight it out. We'll be back with drinks. That, by the way, I want to give full credit. Somebody, I failed to recall the name. Somebody posted a little meme about that in one of the Facebook groups. Uh-huh. It's not mine. I stole it. Okay. Well, anyway, I just think that it's it bears noting that women do have a tendency to be a lot more critical of the appearances of other women, far more so that I personally have experienced. Now, I'm not talking about commentating on I'm just talking about the critical part mm-hmm. than men in my own experience. So anyway, all I'm saying is if you if you like makeup, do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. It's 2021. You do you. If you like flapjacks, then flip them. <laughs> but don't splatter that Don't grease. splatter them. Just flip them. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. It was fun. I hope nobody... I hope nobody takes too seriously the many things that I forced through in jest because <laughs> it is in jest. I'm sure I'll get canceled somewhere along the way. Starting with me, I cancel you yes, now. You are hereby you. canceled. It's done. You don't have to do it. Meg just did it. Okay. In the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. When writing words, if you substitute S's with dollar signs, it is super baller. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.